This is attorney Vince Davis. This show is called Get Your Kids Back Now. This show is dedicated to keeping families together and to fighting the tyranny of CPS and DCFS social workers. A secondary purpose of the show is to educate parents and relatives, or to at least show them where to get the necessary information for their fight. The final purpose of this show is to remind the people that change can be effectuated at the ballot box, at the state and federal levels. Let us unite, vote, and elect those who will make the necessary changes. Good morning, all. Um, today's show, we're going to focus on uh, hopefully two types of hearings. Uh, the first type of hearing we talked a little bit about last week, and it's the six-month review hearing. And we're going to try to focus on what's called the 366.26 hearing, which is the final hearing where uh, the social worker tries to terminate the parent's uh, rights if the child doesn't return. First, I want to mention something. I got a lot of questions, email questions about this during the week, and uh, someone had asked me, um, what are the three or four biggest mistakes a person makes when they come in contact with a CPS agent or a DCFS agent, uh, basically a social worker, who is coming to investigate and possibly take your children away and possibly uh, get the police involved where you may end up in jail or uh, being prosecuted for a criminal case. That doesn't always happen, but it happens enough that I think I should talk about it. So the first big mistake people make is that they talk to the social worker. Now, I've been criticized by colleagues for giving this advice, but after being a lawyer for almost 31 years and doing juvenile dependency uh, probably more than 27 years, um, I want to tell you that it is never, I shouldn't say never, in most cases it is not advantageous for you to talk to the social worker. And what happens is, is that people who are not used to social workers believe that they can out-talk, out-think a social worker. And they also believe the social worker will do what they believe is fair. Well, social workers are highly educated and highly trained individuals. Um, they are trained at this job and to investigate possible child abuse. And in a lot of cases, I get complaints where social workers have exaggerated what people have said. I get complaints that social workers have not um, told the truth in their reporting to the judge. And it's just a big mistake for you to talk to the social worker. For example, what if you talk to a social worker and the social worker misquotes you? What if you talk to the social worker and the social worker exaggerates? What if you talk to the social worker and the social worker outright tells something that's false? Does that ever happen? Well, yes. Um, part of our practice, we also uh, sue social workers for civil rights violations. And in a case about a year ago, I took the deposition of a social worker who is now a supervisor at the Department of Children and Family Services in 
Los Angeles County. In that deposition, the social worker admitted to filing documents and declarations to a federal court that were not true. And she testified at the deposition that she knew they weren't true. So if you think a social worker won't misquote you, exaggerate, or lie in a report, um, you should think again. I tell people, look, there's no advantage for you to talk to the social worker. And if, you, and if it's not going to be an advantage, you shouldn't talk to the, to the social worker. At best, it's going to be neutral or it's going to be negative. And I can assure you that the social worker will use whatever you say against you. You know, I get so many people coming to me telling me, hey, you know, um, I thought the social worker would understand and I opened up to him or her. That's rarely a good idea. Now, is it ever a good idea to talk to the social worker? I'd have to say yes in very rare, rare occasions. So let's stick with the general rule. Don't talk to the social worker. Now, the social worker can get a warrant to come to your home, to come in and inspe inspect your home, and the social worker can also get a warrant to talk to your children, inspect your children for child abuse, and they can get a warrant to take your children away from you. However, they can never get a warrant to talk to you as a parent or a relative. Never. So it's America, you don't have to talk to governmental agents like social workers, and I suggest that you don't. If you feel like you have to explain something, you know, we've all seen it in TV, we've all seen it in the movies, I suggest that you lawyer up and give a lawyer a call, preferably a lawyer who practices in this area, and ask for their help and advice. A lot of lawyers will tell you to go ahead and talk to the social worker. Um, and I can't criticize their advice because I don't know each factual and specific uh, occasion uh, that you're going to come in contact with the social worker. But my general advice is don't talk to the social worker. You have no legal obligation to do it. A lot of clients say, well, Mr. Davis, if I don't talk to the social worker, they're going to tell the judge that I was not cooperative. Now, there's an argument about whether co your cooperation can or cannot be used against you, but let's assume that it can. My belief is if you talk to a social worker on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst, it's going to be a 10. If you don't talk to the social worker on a scale of 1 to 10, it's going to be a 5. So what do you want? A 5 or a 10? Those are your only two choices. Rule number one, don't talk to the social worker. Rule number two, don't talk to the police. Police are only arriving on the scene, in many cases, to investigate a possible crime. The crime being some type of child abuse or child neglect. They also come to, sometimes with social workers, to help enforce a uh, warrant. For example, a warrant to remove your children. Don't talk to the police. You've seen it on TV. You've seen it on movies. Lawyer up. 
it's your right not to talk to the police. It's your constitutional right not to talk to the police because it's the same for social workers. What if you get misquoted? What if you, the police officer exaggerates? What if they outright don't tell the truth? Now I'm gonna ask you a question. In your life, have you ever heard of an occasion, probably multiple occasions, where someone has alleged the, social, the police officer has lied in a report? My point exactly. So don't talk to police officers. Call your attorney, lawyer up. You have the constitutional right to not incriminate yourself. So that's rule number two. Rule number three is when you go to talk to an attorney about a CPS or DCFS uh, case, make sure that you get an attorney that's experienced in this area. And by the way, this isn't family law. Family law attorneys usually are not experienced in this area. Not all the time, there are some attorneys that do both. I do both. Don't talk to a criminal attorney. This is not a criminal case. It's a juvenile dependency case. And if you're going to Google it, Google juvenile dependency lawyer, defense lawyer. That's the type of attorney that you need to talk to. Now, I would have to say there are not a lot of them. They're not a lot here in Los Angeles County. And what I mean by a lot of them, there are court-appointed attorneys, and if you use a court-appointed attorney, that's fine, but you won't talk to that attorney until you go to court on your first day. I'm talking about when you first come in contact with the social worker, which is could be three, five, seven days before you ever go to court or more. So you want to make sure that you pick the right type of lawyer. And if you do and if you Google juvenile dependency lawyer or defense lawyer or attorney, you're going to find those people that practice in that area. Sometimes people think, well this is regarding custody and visitation of my children, so family law lawyers will know what to do. Like I said, not usually. So don't make that first mistake. I can tell you of a case that um, I did, and it comes to my mind, it was several, several months ago, maybe a year or so ago. The client was contacted by Children's Services, uh, the Department of Children and Family Services here in Los Angeles County. And she was smart enough to realize that she needed an attorney to go with her and to deal with these social workers before any type of juvenile case was ever filed. So she called up and she found an attorney who happened to be a family law attorney. Unfortunately, he had little to no experience in the area, but you know he took on the engagement and he went down to the meeting at the social worker's office with the client. And then when he got down there, things went haywire because the social workers were telling him things that he wasn't sure of and um, 
the, the they basically told him, hey, you can't be part of the meeting. And instead of telling the client, well, there's going to be no meeting, let's leave, he let the client go in, have a meeting with the social workers. At that meeting, um, the social a social worker misquoted the client and perhaps exaggerated what the client said. And they ended up taking away her children. She eventually found me, we went to court, helped her out, and, you know, all ended well. But that's the problem when you hire an attorney that's not really familiar or an expert in this area. So those are the, that's rule number three, hire the type of attorney that's an expert in this area. So the, those are the three rules. Don't talk to social workers, don't talk to police, hire the right type of attorney.